0: What's up, guys? Welcome to Nintendo Power Block, episode 156. I'm one of your hosts, Corey derrigan alongside me, as always, is that retro code Eddie V.
1: Cuphead is on Nintendo Switch. Yes. <laughs> I already.
0: I don't understand why we keep him around sometimes. Uh, also joining us is the wise hey, Wisconsinite Jesse <laughs> Douglas. <laughs>
2: How's it going, everyone? We keep him around because he's he's definitely uh the the uh energy. <laughs> it's true. Today, especially I think today. Yeah. I only uh, got four hours of sleep. So if even that. Yeah, I, I was I've been sick all week. This yeah. is the best
0: I've felt since like Monday. Uh oh. so that's I mean that's why my voice is a little raspy and yeah, uh, you know, so uh, but yeah, we're here. We're gonna do a show. We got we got quite a show. A Couple of few things before we actually get to housekeeping. Uh Ed's Yoshi's Crafted World review is up. We spent a lot of the night last night editing it and doing doing some good work over there. So Ed, proud of that review. Good job. Uh I recommend you Thank go you over so to much. our website, uh com. Yes, we now own nerdsgonerogue.com. Uh, NGR radio.com still works as well, but you know, something we discussed like a year and a half ago is that we should probably get away from the NGR radio moniker since, you know, it's not just one podcast anymore. It's a bunch of stuff. And, uh, you know, a year and a half later, here we are nerds gone rogue.com.
1: Woo. <laughs> uh, yes.
0: Uh, there, oh, also the, the website's getting a sort of a redesign, I would say. So, uh, Yeah. It looks a little bit different. Uh, Ed seems to like it. Matt likes it. Uh, Jesse, I don't know if you've gotten a chance to check it out yet.
2: No, I haven't. I, I. Uh, so it's it is the like the it's live then. It, it, yep. You can see. Oh, okay.
0: Yep. It's live. Okay. It looks a little weird right now because it still has all the old thumbnails attached to the the shows and stuff. But like, we're just gonna keep the old thumbnails. We're gonna okay. keep, we're gonna move forward with our new thumbnails. But I think if like a year from now, two years from now, people scroll down, people look for stuff like you can actually see the history of our, our shows, uh, thumbnail evolutions and stuff. I think it'll be cool. At first it was really going to annoy me. And actually it's still really going to annoy me. That it doesn't look the same, but there's also, (laughs) uh, 1081 posts on our website
1: right now. (laughs) And I don't
0: feel like making, one thousand eighty-one new thumbnails. So, yeah, uh, that's a lot of work. <laughs> so, yeah, moving moving forward, we're we're gonna start. You're gonna start seeing some uh, switch ups with with our thumbnails and and everything on YouTube and on our uh, on our website. I'm gonna change the, some 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 of the older thumbnails, uh, like reviews and quick looks and stuff. I'm gonna change them to our new style. Just to have a more cohesive look for those types of things, but uh, like our old podcasts and stuff, just it's I'm not doing it. Sorry, sorry guys. Uh, spent I spent too much time designing the new ones that I just don't want to make new ones anymore. <laughs> I'm tired. I don't want to do it anymore. Uh, yeah, so, yeah. So like the way the new thumbnails look, actually, I'm they all across all four cha- major channels. They uh, they're all gonna look the same with like the grayscale background with the, the color pop on the front of it. Uh, it. sent. I think I sent them to you guys in the group yeah. chat and uh, with that yes. color pop and then the little gray box underneath that says what segment it's from or like what type of thing it is, like review or question block or, you know, uh, some of the new segments we're actually introducing in this episode. Uh, but in the upper corner, the upper right-hand corner is, is just going to be the logo of what channel it's from. So they all kind of have this cohesive look to them. So I thought was, I thought it was a, kind of a good idea. I'm not going to lie. I, I've been looking at other, but the last like week since I've been sick, I've been studying other like major YouTube channels to see what their thumbnails look like. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, easy allies, uh, uh, IGN, all these bigger outlets. And I'm like, we need something that pops like theirs. And I think having these uh, cool little uh, poppy color title things look look better. And uh, so if you don't like it, you can tell me. I don't care. Uh, I'll. And if you guys don't like it, well, I don't care. You know what? You're fired. We're going to get into some, some of this housekeeping real quick, actually, because there's a, there's a lot of it. And we have a lot to get to today. So here we go housekeeping if this is your first time listening to us welcome nintendo power is the official nintendo podcast of nerds gone rogue hosted by yours truly uh the show is posted every tuesday and be found on your podcast service of choice spotify and iHeartRadio radio are coming soon uh so stay tuned for those updates as well i'm moving uh, nintendo power block over to Podbean within the next uh two to three weeks so uh we'll have a little bit more reach for you guys listening trying to listen to us. Uh, let's see here. Uh, you can find us everywhere on social media. You can. Uh, we are taking a new, more active approach to social media. So follow Nintendo Power Block on Instagram and Twitter at Nintendo underscore P-Block and join our Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash Nintendo Power Block. You can also... Uh, you'll also be able to find us live streaming soon at twitch.tv slash nerds gone rogue, which we've also acquired very excited for that uh you can check out our video content on our youtube channel youtube.com slash nintendo where we have many exciting uh s- new slate of content coming your way details are being ironed out at the moment uh but announcements are coming in the coming in the upcoming weeks uh lastly uh, for the month of may we're giving away five of the best indie games on the nintendo switch on may 7th we are giving away hollow knight and the messenger On May 21st, we are giving away Dead Cells and uh, Katana Zero. And on May 28th, we are giving away Celeste. So uh, you can enter by emailing us your podcast subscription and your YouTube subscription and tell us why you like Nintendo Power Block. And if you rate us on your podcast service of choice, that grants you a second entry. If you do not win... Uh, in the, in the first entry, your entries do carry over to the next game. So, uh, that's how that's going to work. Uh, entries started last week. So make sure you get your entries in and we will make our first drawing on the May 7th episode, uh, for hollow Knight and the messenger. Uh, lastly, uh, like I said earlier, Ed's Yoshi's crafted world review is up. So go read it. Uh, if you're on the fence about the game. Uh spoilers, Ed Ed really likes it and it's a good send off for his Yoshi coin rating system. So um uh, yes, also yes. you should check out our other podcasts, Nerds Gone Rogue, Nerds Gone Platinum, and Arsenal X. All right, we're gonna get into our newly renamed segment, the Cartridge Slot. <laughs> we're gonna start with you, Ed. What what are you playing this week on your Switch?
1: Um, uh, so, Cuphead has been released for Nintendo uh, Switch. Um, that's the game that I've been playing. Uh, it plays just like the Xbox One, fun platformer. I will advise everybody please play this game with a pro controller. If you do decide to play with the Joy <laughs> Cons, it's going to be uh, very difficult. So, uh, Cuphead is the game that I'm playing for my Nintendo Switch. I have uh, other stuff, it, but.
0: How's it playing on Switch?
1: It plays great, it plays smoothly. Uh, I think it's. It may be 30 or 60 frames per second. Like, it, there's no lag, there's no problems or anything with it. Um, it's actually a ball to play. Nice. Um, so I, the, played... only, the only Man.
0: negative thing I've heard about Cuphead is that the load times are kind of meh, but, that's, <laughs> but the... that's for people who play on Xbox One X's. And uh, I heard people with like S's and and launch Xbox ones have their the, the load times are practically the same.
1: Yeah. yeah, they yeah they are because they're there's like kind of low times for that. Um, but they're not. There's something that you know you could get over with, and the achievement system like works fine too. So it's it's not pro, It's not a problem.
0: Nice, nice. I need to, I need to get Cuphead, but I'm on a pausing on buying games right now mm-hmm. because my wife's birthday's in a couple weeks. So yes. that, that's clearly that takes priority over yeah my switch collection unless she wants switch games <laughs>
2: buy buy yourself uh gifts through her <laughs> no, no, no response
0: <laughs> uh jesse what what are you playing what are you playing on switch
2: uh same same as last week i just played a little more of that vaporum or whatever um enjoying it you know like i said last week it's uh it's a good game and it's definitely uh which
0: one was that again i don't
2: that's that's the one that's a dungeon crawler uh first person uh steampunk
0: that's right
2: uh yeah it's it's fun i am i think i'm on i'm still stuck where i was last time trying to figure out what i gotta do and stuff but but it's it's fun like a you know like the mix of all the different elements of the RPG elements and the first person shooting and uh, like almost uh, like you know definitely like has that rpg feel where like the the rpgs where you can kind of move to a different spot or whatever and then like you you know like you got to time it just right where you you move in front of the enemy hit him and then quick try to move away before he does his attack right because they'll like they'll attack on the spot that you were previously standing on and so if they shoot their attack or whatever, it will hit where you were standing. If you can move out of the way quick enough, then, you you know, you'll dodge the attack. But it's like the, you know, like where you have to be standing in front of each other in order to be able to attack. And certain attacks can only reach like so many squares in front of you. Yeah and stuff like that. So it's, it's very, it feels like a, like a hybrid of like all different kinds of things like RPG, um, like the XCOM style game, uh, first person shooter, um, you know, dungeon crawler. It, it's a, it's really a mix of all different things. It's pr it's a fun game.
0: Nice. Yeah. I, I remember after, as soon as you said dungeon crawler, I remembered what you were talking about. So, uh, <laughs> I honestly haven't been playing that much. I I played a little bit of uh Final Fantasy 10 this morning, the HD remaster. Nice. Uh man, I forgot how cool that opening cutscene of that game is. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to I don't really want to spoil anything for people who haven't played it. It is it's it's up there in my top 3 favorite Final Fantasies. Uh you know, I I don't know. I I really I really like 9. I, I love 9 actually uh, I love 12 I love 10 uh, but in 10, 10 was the first Final Fantasy game that I really got into and beat and so like it, it kind of holds a special place in my heart I know a lot of people don't like it because it's kind of linear and uh, you know the voice acting is quote unquote bad uh, especially the notorious laughing scene but everybody always takes that scene out of context and it's just like that scene is actually super heartwarming uh but you know people take the the generic laugh out of there and just take it way out of context and, and so i i play a little bit of that that opening cut scene though where like your uh the the ball match is going on and you see Oren mm-hmm. walk up to the ledge with the with the jug and you just see this huge tidal wave just crash through the city and, <laughs> and, and like you're trying to survive with or and, 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 you know, oh, that's, I just playing it really like brought back a ton of memories of, of just plowing through that game and trying to get every little, uh, weapon and doing the thunder, the thunder, uh, planes, uh, getting through there and, and getting the, the weapon from there and everything. So, uh, that's uh that's all I've really been playing. I've been working on the like I said at the top of the show I've been working on the website redesign and everything and uh you know last night ed and I were uh prepping his review for for a launch today and and that was a that was a a big task to get that website done and and you know I gotta I still have to place everything in the right areas where they go but again if you haven't checked it out nerdsgonerogue.com rogue dot com looks looks good it looks i i like it personally uh if you don't like it i don't really care it's not your website but uh uh yeah i'm taking a taking a new approach like jesse said the top of the show. Uh, of, i'm trying to find a way to have the same quality that we've had and not make as much work for myself
1: it's, yeah not gonna lie Which... I was
0: Edit like talking with Ed about his review last night really made me miss writing reviews because I used to write stuff all the time and I looked back yeah. and my the last thing I wrote was like over two years ago. So
2: well, uh, and and I feel like you know at least with writing that's something that you can kind of do on on you know paper or you know or whatever whenever you want like and you you know like like a. Like, I just feel like any, for you, what would be best is the the less time you can spend stuck at a, at a computer, you know, and like, is probably the better, like, just, you know, like be able to just relax and, and, you know, write something or whatever, uh, on paper even, Yeah, you know, like I feel, that's the thing is I feel like, uh, I, you know, as much as we love computers that when we get stuck at them, it just, it can, uh can ruin a day, a day there's so many there's so many ways that computers are waiting to disappoint us
0: yeah well <laughs> trust me for this episode it's like the show. I'm, I'm quite aware uh yeah so uh if you're watching the video version you're gonna see uh google hangouts at the top of the show and some amalgamation of skype and it's- obs at the bottom of the show <laughs> and it's because skype sucks and Google Hangout sucks and the internet sucks. So uh yeah. I I do apologize for the uh Transition. If it's, if it, yeah, that plus like if it sounds like we're rushed, it's because I have a birthday party to go to in about twenty five minutes. <laughs> so <laughs> uh yeah. Anyways, uh I I I do want to get back to writing. I've actually been making I have a folder on my phone that says mm-hmm. Uh, writing on it, and I just I have I've been I've been making ideas about what I want to write about, yeah, and also some games that I would like to review that I have been playing. Uh, whether or not I finish them or not is another question. Uh, yeah. But I I have taken that step and and getting back into the writing and and not just writing writing, but like writing scripts for like maybe a three to five minute show for the weekend or something, you know, like, uh, yeah. Uh, and you know, I talked to my wife about it and we're going to, you know, how IGN has the daily fix and some of these smaller YouTuber YouTube, uh, outlets have like a three to five minute kind of wrap up show of like the news that happened that day or during the week or whatever. Uh, we're going to, I want to try to do something like that with a green screen and like have the news stories behind me and stuff like that. Like I have, I have ideas of what I would like to do. And you know, my wife said she would help me out with that if, if I needed her and she's going to help me with that. But like, uh, just writing stuff like that is, is kind of like a something I want to do. So,
1: well
2: and and it would be nice you know like that's something you can be doing for this or or whatever and still you know technically be doing something with your wife and and you know it's kind of just kind of cool being able to do something you enjoy and you know both kind of have fun with it so yeah together so yeah and then uh uh lastly I
0: I did play a little bit of Yoshi's Crafted World also uh after we did uh went over Ed's review uh which by the way Ed I'm really proud of that review it looks it, it's great I'm
2: yeah I'll have to read it <laughs> uh so, not gotten a chance
0: yeah it's uh it's 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 really good and and I'm I'm proud of the work that uh was put into it and everything so uh yeah, so that's that's our that's what's in our cartridge slots this week. I know somebody's going to make that a joke. Pull now. them out, blow them off. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna get into this next segment here. This is one we are adding, and we're gonna add it weekly unless there's absolutely nothing happening. Uh, the eShop drop, where we we talk about uh, the games that are coming out this week, and we're gonna pick one game that we're excited for from the drop this week. Uh, there are three. Kind of major titles coming out this week, and a DLC package. Uh, Mortal Kombat 11 is obviously the big title coming out this week on all platforms. Uh, the Switch, the Switch version actually looks really nice. I don't know if you guys watched the trailer for that or not. I did. Uh, but Mortal Kombat 11 on Switch looks great. Uh, 60 frames a second. Uh, it, it looks fantastic. The fatalities are running at 30 frames a second instead of 60, but that's across all platforms, which I didn't know either. So uh, that's not really new information, I guess, but I I just found that out. So, uh, so Mortal Kombat 11 is the big one on Tuesday, along with uh, Dragon's Dogma, Dark Arisen, uh, the same day, 30 bucks, Uh Capcom's uh, releasing it on Switch for the first time, so uh, you can check that out. Box Boy and Box Girl comes out on Friday on the 26th. $10, by the way. So, oh, wow. Uh, and by the way... Nice. If you have not played those games on 3DS, they're 5 bucks a piece on 3DS. Uh, they are fantastic puzzle games and the fact that this one's only $10. I thought this was going to be 19.99 when it came out because they said there's over 270 levels, there's unlockable characters and secrets and stuff to unlock new puzzles. I was like this is for sure going to be a $20 game. Nope, 9.99. So yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. Uh Box Boy and Box Girl comes out on Friday and then uh you know the the day this episode posted or the last episode posted last week, Joker DLC for Smash is available, which includes a new stage, uh, a bunch of new music, uh, the stage builder, and of course Joker from Persona 5 uh, for, for Smash. Now I updated it and played a little bit of, of him uh, yesterday, and uh, I it, I think it would really help if you know Nintendo fans played Persona 5 to know his moveset uh because there's a lot of things that I do not understand what 's happening when he 's doing moves, so uh <laughs> if you've played persona five, you will probably understand the move sets
1: yes I, do, I i played it so i do I understand
0: not. i do not so uh but you know p five s is rumored, so we 'll see. <laughs> What, on the twenty fourth, I think, is the concert and the twenty fifth is the big persona event that they're announcing stuff, right? I think Yes. So Yes. Uh we'll see that soon. But what what's your guys' eShop drop pick of the week?
1: Uh for me it's Box Boy and Box girl. I already pre ordered
0: it on Switch. <laughs> I know last night we were talking about it and he's like, nine ninety nine, proceed to purchase. <laughs> I was like well, <laughs> fair,
2: you know. Yeah. I I have to I have to agree with that on this one too, because like like I you know, I said uh, something about this, uh, you know, a while ago, but, like, I just don't get into fighting games as much. I really, really, you know, love Mortal Kombat and and uh, appreciate it, but I just don't play fighting games anymore. So, if I was still into fighting games, that probably would have been my pick, but yeah. um, the Box Boy and Box Girl looks like a, a lot of fun. So, I'm definitely looking forward to that, and for that price, that's that's like just yeah everyone should buy that <laughs> yeah
0: yeah uh for me i box boy and box girl are, are my picks too uh you know i don't really know much about dragon's dogma so i'm not you know i'm not too excited about that mortal kombat 11 was close Um uh, mm-hmm. but like since i'm kind of like pushing off buying games for a few weeks like am I really going to care about Mortal Kombat in two or three weeks? You know what I mean? Like, when I am, like, done figuring out what I'm doing with my wife's birthday and everything, like, am I really going to care? So, like, I don't know. Uh, It it looks cool. I'm I'm super psyched that that game is coming to Switch, but Mm -hmm. I've never been a Mortal Kombat guy. It's one of those games that I'm always interested in watching and seeing Mm -hmm. the new fatalities on screen instead of actually playing. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure... Yeah, you know, Jesse, I think you can agree with me on this. Like the closest I think I've ever played or gotten into Mortal Kombat was when Injustice Two came out. And, yeah, uh, you know the Ninja Turtles were announced for that, and I was like, oh yeah, gold edition purchase. And I think Scorpion was in Injustice, or was it Sub Zero? I don't remember. One of them was
2: um,
0: as like a DLC character or whatever. But might
2: have, yeah. yeah. But well, then, and that's the thing. We, we we both own that, and I barely played it. So why buy Mortal Kombat when I still have that and the Turtles are in it? I know. And
0: and <laughs> I, I'm like, dude, I, I played through the story of Injustice 2. And oh, okay. I was like, man, I'm playing through the story. It's a cool story. And I started, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go through this multiverse stuff. Oh, man, Ninja Turtles were announced. Purchased that season pass. Played it for like another day and a half, and I was like, Assassin's Creed Origins is out. I guess I'll play that. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I mean, that. it sucks. Like, fighting games are just one of those niche genres that are always super interesting and fascinating to watch, and I just can't... I do not have the time to put into them to get good at them. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, it's, it's the same as, as shooters these days, too, right? Like, mm-hmm. there's all these cool shooters that look cool, but, like, I've already kind of picked my one, which is Destiny. And mm-hmm. you know, I don't really need another one. You know, I mean we've played Call of Duty and Apex and Fortnite and PUBG together, right? But like mm-hmm. we did that for, for videos and stuff and not necessarily for uh me to like wanna get good at one particular game, although Apex is really good. I'm not gonna yeah. lie. I'm still really enjoying Apex. Uh but <laughs> uh so yeah, that's the eShop drop. So unanimously box boy and box girl, uh nine ninety nine <laughs> uh really fantastic puzzle game i i really hope that they release the first three games puzzles as dlc for this game yes um, because that that would just be a really cu- cool and fun move for them because then even then like the whole game's going to be 25 bucks if they release those packs those uh first games packs for 5 bucks a piece like i mean so also if you have a 3ds they're also all only 5 bucks a piece on your 3ds so Fun, uh, cheap puzzle games. I'm a sucker for fun, cheap puzzle games. You saw that when we talked about Hook for two weeks. And so, uh, yeah. Box Boy and Box Girl. E shop, drop, pick of the week. Snap yes! PowBock approved. Stealing that from Ray from last week. Uh, <laughs> PowBock approved. Uh, so, all right. We're going to move into these news bits here. Depending on time, we might cut out some of these news bits. So I'm going to get into some of the more interesting ones here. Uh, the cult hit classic, uh, 13 is getting remastered for Nintendo switch. Uh, I own this game for GameCube. Uh, it was, <laughs> high five, Corey. <laughs> it was okay. <laughs> I was like, this is cool. I'm going back to play this really bad double Oh seven game that I was obsessed with. Um, I was, yeah. I was obsessed with agent under fire and night fire. Oh Yeah. <laughs> And uh yeah, so uh I'll just read the story real quick. Uh This is from Nintendo Life. In 2003, Ubisoft released the cel-shaded first-person shooter 13 uh, on GameCube, PlayStation 2, Xbox, and PC. Now, a remake of this unique-looking game is coming to Nintendo Switch, PS4, and Xbox One on November 13th. For those who haven't played it before, it's loosely based on five volumes of the Belgian graphic novel dating back to 1984, written by... John Van Ham with artwork by William Vance in the original game. David Duchovny, best known for his FBI agent Fox, uh, Fox Mulder in the X-Files. <coughs> oh, excuse me. <coughs> Man, this episode's is going to be a hot mess. Uh, <laughs> uh, voice the game's protagonist. Here's a summary of the game's story. 13 is a first person shooter where you play as 13, a talented soldier who lost his memory and and has been accused of killing the President of the United States. You first wake up injured and uh, amnesic on uh, Brighton Beach, with the only clue being a small key of the mysterious tattoo that reads 13 in Roman numerals on your clavicle. Uh, it's now your job to search for answers through 34. 30- a uh, thirty-four level solo campaign, jeez. Uh, don't it's worry. a long game. Don't worry, you'll find the appropriate rep and arsenal along the way. So many questions, so many bullets. So, uh, yeah, thirteen's coming to Switch. Uh, it's exciting for fans, uh, mostly because I remember this game and Killer Seven. Uh, it, it was a time when cell shading was becoming really popular after Wind Waker, and I just remember this being. This and killer seven were the two games that really kind of stuck out at the time, uh, in terms of their looks. So, uh, yep. 13 coming to switch. Not gonna lie. I probably won't buy it. Uh, it's, it's a, it's a unique, it's a unique game, but I think I feel like it's going to be one of those games that's just stuck in its time, you know, similar to, yeah. uh, another popular GameCube shooter in the resident evil franchise that will not be named here resident evil four. Um,
2: well, um, I don't, I don't know. Did you, did you say, did they give a price then? Nope. There's no price. There's no physical or digital release.
0: It's just, it just says it's coming. So, okay. I'm assuming this game being a remaster on switch, at least is just going to be a digital release. I'm assuming. And then Mm -hmm. if it, if people request enough limited run or someone will
2: yeah. pick it up or something. So mm-hmm. but it'll probably be like 60 bucks or something. Yeah. You think? Uh, okay. I, it'll probably be like 40, I bet. So, okay.
0: um, okay. So we're going to move on the next story. I think Ed is going to be super excited for, because anytime you mention way forward, yes, I feel like Ed's going to impregnate the world. Uh, yes, Way forward, and Arc System Works announces a female follow-up to River City Ransom. There have been rumors for a few months now about the new title in River City Ransom series based off the 1989 Kunio Kun Brawler on NES. Uh, While lots of names were tossed around, Arc System Works seems to stick more than most as they are the current owners of River City License. uh, Instead, it seems that Arc... Systemworks is partnering with indie developer Way Forward uh for a new game in the series called River City Girls. Uh the press release is uh scant on details as the two companies say they do not plan to show anything off until later this year. But it does confirm the title and that it is based on the classic series. Uh so it's going to be a classic beat 'em up style similar to River City Ransom. And we were mm-hmm. talking about that last night where we weren't sure yes. what it was cuz the one article we read was it said a uh, classic fighter something. It it said fighting something. It didn't say brawler so we were kind of confused but it is going to be a side scrolling brawler. So. Oh, okay, nice uh, a beat 'em up. Nice. Yeah, which we do not get enough of. So I'm oh. very excited.
2: There's a couple that there that the that... Are on Switch that are good, but I just haven't gotten around to getting them.
1: Yeah. Yes, yes, Amy. there's some arcade ones. Yeah, um, yeah and Castle and,
2: Crashers is coming soon too, which
0: is a lot of people's favorite from last gen. Yeah, so. um,
1: yeah, because we, when we were talking about this game, I was I mentioned uh, the Combat uh, and that was from Technos, who kind of did like some of the early Nino Cooney games, like uh, Rampage and games like that. So that's what a, that arena-based kind of finding is what I thought this game would be. And I'm assuming that's what it is, in a sense.
0: Uh, so uh, this this article came from Game Gameformer. I'm definitely going to be looking for, forward to it because uh, WayForward's got a lot of projects work in the works right now, including yes. uh, their help on Bloodstained now, and Shantae 5 was announced, which I'm really excited for. If you guys haven't played the Shantae games uh Half Genie Hero and Pirate's Curse are both on Switch. Uh, you guys should definitely check those games out. Those games are superb. So. <laughs> Our next story, which I man, I just built this 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 whole episode for Ed. Uh, Konami <laughs> reveals <laughs> the entire selection of games on the Castlevania Anniversary collection. Yes. <laughs> Konami revealed plans last month for a series of collections based on its assorted franchises. Among, among them uh, was the Castlevania anniversary collection. It revealed the first four games that would be included, but today we learn the other four. Uh, the list includes Castlevania, Castlevania 3, Dracula's Curse, Castlevania 2, Belmont's Revenge, which I'm
1: assuming is the Game Boy game. Yeah, because Simon's Quest was the. Yeah. Uh, was the part two of yeah. Castlevania. Yeah. Uh
0: Super Castlevania Four, Castlevania Bloodlines, which I think was the Genesis game.
1: Yes, it was.
0: Kid Dracula, which I do not know what that is.
1: That's a Japanese uh Femicon game that never came here. Ah. Uh Castlevania the
0: Adventure, which I assume is the other Game Boy game.
1: Yes, because Castlevania Rebirth is the remake of that game. Right.
0: Uh and then of course, last but not least, Castlevania 2 Simon's Quest. Yes! The Castlevania <clears throat> Anniversary Collection will be available on PlayStation 4, Xbox One, PC, and Nintendo Switch on May 16th. Uh, click here for other mm. Konami's planned Anniversary. Okay, so... Uh, 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 uh,
1: can I just say something? I'm so glad that this collection is coming out and these are the main games of the series. I'm so... <laughs> Thankful for Konami for not doing any of the Metroid Vengeance. I'm not saying that I'm sick of them, but it's time to put in some work. And that Castlevania game will make you work for your ending. It is all around. It's going to be difficult. It's going to be fun. No more saving. No more level grinding. (laughs) If you're a real gamer, uh, old school, and you like that kind of difficulty stuff, this is the game to get. I'm just gonna say one thing.
0: I hope their menu system looks uh, looks like uh, their one of the producer's twelve year old children didn't make it in their Photoshop class <laughs> in middle school, <laughs> like uh, yes. Castlevania Requiem for PlayStation oh, Four. Yes,
1: that I that's, heard that thing. It looks a hot garbage. That's mess.
0: all I'm saying, dude. <laughs> it looks like a really <laughs> bad early two thousands like just crappy Photoshop.
1: Menu. I'm sorry, I can't even. <laughs> Look, I can't even give that anything questionable content. That's just like <laughs> bad. You, you can go ahead and say your favorite word. In. Oh, that <laughs>
0: thing looks like a garbage. <laughs> oh man. All right. We're going to fly through this next, uh, new story here and get to question block. Cause I really want to get into this, uh, question, uh, because it's super interesting. Uh, this story comes from IGN. Nintendo fans are trying to uncover a mysterious retro studios character. Uh, Metroid, Donkey Kong, and dot dot dot. Hello there. Uh, retro Studios gave former Nintendo of America president Reggie Fizames a signed drawing of him posing with various characters from retro games, but a small mechanical hand in the picture is throwing a lot of fans for the th- uh, for a loop. The picture, along with a working Virtual Boy, a notebook of taking names, uh, a plastic. <laughs> A plastic ass to kick and more <laughs> were given were given to uh Fils-Aimé during his retirement event, and the Nintendo Legend uh decided to tweet out pictures of the gifts yesterday. Uh folks the folks at Game Explain and fans on Reset Era notice a mechanical hand in the picture which can be seen poking out from behind a small statue in front of Mario in front of uh Mario in front of the picture. Theories have begun flying around. Uh, ah, I see it right there. That is that that hand is quite a picture. So uh, if if you haven't seen this, it's just uh, Reggie saw this plaque. There's a There's a there's a statue of Mario standing in front of the plaque, and there's just this little hand just going like this, like like it's waving. And uh, man, that's uh, insane. It's it's real crazy, and nobody can figure out what this character is. Uh, so, because Retro Studio has only developed Metroid Prime and Donkey Kong Country games, excluding the studio's assistance on Mario Kart 7, some fans believe this is a character from a different Nintendo franchise or believe it's associated with a brand-new, unannounced Retro Studios IP. To add fuel to this fire, uh, Enrique Rivera, a concept artist at Retro Studios, retweeted reggie's post with a winky face uh suggesting there really is a tease in the picture according to the linkedin page R- uh rivera has been with retro for nearly 4 years uh so i think that mario statue must have been strategically placed in front of this character to not reveal who this this little guy is so um yeah Crazy that there is a new Retro Studios character in this picture and nobody can figure out where he's from. Mm. It's fun, though. It's fun to to speculate. We've been talking about we want Retro to do its new IP that they've been rumored to be working on for a while, right? Yes. And then they've been rumored to be working on that uh, Star Fox project that we still don't know if it's going to come out or not. Now they're (laughs) confirmed to be working on Metroid Prime 4, so... Uh, is this little robot from that third project that they've been rumored to be working on? Their new IP, oh man, mm-hmm. don't get me started. <laughs> it kind of looks like a little transformer hand, like a like from like a '90s toy, like that square plastic hand that you would get on your robot toys. Uh uh-huh. huh. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, any thoughts on on this character and what in just? Just something fans are going to speculate on for a while.
1: I think fans are just going to speculate on it. I don't think it's yeah. nothing like major just yet.
0: I hope this Retro Studios character in, it starts off the next Nintendo Direct. Yeah. It'd be awesome. I can see that happen. Uh, yeah. So feel free to speculate. I think <laughs> it's from their whatever IP, their their new IP. But I don't mm-hmm. think that new IP is coming anytime soon. I just think you know, this is one of their kind of concepts that they're working on with this IP, and maybe Reggie really grew to like this character. So I do think Mm -hmm. that that Mario statue was clearly strategically placed, though. So. Oh, yeah. Just to cover that character up. That's, like, I wouldn't (laughs) think anything of it until you look at the picture, and that Mario statue is a little too close to that frame for it to be, like, a properly, like, set up photograph, right? So yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah.
1: So Nintendo's, Nintendo's good at hits. <laughs> Stop <coughs> teasing that.
0: me Nintendo. Stop it. <laughs> they're
1: right. They're they're good at hits and stuff. And it's just like, ooh, what is this? Yeah. <laughs> uh all
0: right, we're gonna get through uh this question block question. Remember you can email us at NintendoPowblock at gmail dot com. That is NintendoPowBlock at gmail dot com or tweet at us at Nintendo underscore pblock for Your question to be read on this show. Uh, We have one question this week. Uh, We have a couple other ones, but uh, I'm saving them for next week uh, because we have a a little bit of a shorter show today uh, because of time. And uh, I feel like those questions are going to require a little bit more conversation. So uh, not that this one does not require a bit of a conversation. But Nathan Strutherland writes in and says, uh, during the Smash video uh, derailing, uh, detailing Joker and the stage builder, Reddit immediately went crazy to try to decipher the code behind the, quote, witch stage. Uh, for those who weren't following, Nintendo showed off a witch over a cauldron, making people think they are teasing a Banjo-Kazooie character reveal in the coming weeks with a Gruntilda silhouette. What do you guys think? Is Banjo coming back home to Nintendo? Yes. Yes, he is. Mm-hmm. I feel... I don't know if this was teasing it. I didn't see it. I should probably be a, a better podcast host and watch the... the. By the way, not a Nintendo Direct, but a very long video <laughs> that Nintendo just randomly posted, by the way. <laughs> Why was this not like a Smash Direct?
2: Yeah, I don't
0: um, know. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's insane. So, uh, by the way, there's a 15 minute video on Nintendo's thing the detailing Joker and the stage and the music. By the way, the stage, the the Persona stage, the 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 level changes uh, depending on which game the soundtrack is from. So, mm-hmm. uh, if it's from mm-hmm. Persona Five, the stage is red, like it's red, okay. black, and white aesthetic. If it's from Four, I think it's like blue and. I think it's like has this blue over overlay to it, and then from three, I think it's yellow, so
1: which is weird. Maybe,
0: well, maybe for Persona Four, it's yellow and three is blue. Yeah, I don't know. I I look. I'm not gonna sit here and pretend to know anything about Persona except that I played Persona Four Golden on Vita for ten hours and then my Vita died. So, um, oh wow, (laughs) that's 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 the extent of my Persona knowledge. Uh, (laughs) Although I do really want to play. 4 and 5 again, I just I don't feel like getting another Vita to play 4 and I'm waiting for this Vita, the Switch version of 5 hopefully at some point so um, but do you guys think that they are teasing a Banjo announcement for Switch for either like a a uh, character reveal for Smash or is Microsoft going to publish Rare Replay and bring Banjo home? What is happening?
1: Um, I will say this if they're go- if they were going to do Banjo, he's going to be the final one, uh, because Nintendo is Nintendo and Microsoft are talking. You wouldn't
0: you wouldn't think Se- that you wouldn't think they would do someone bigger than Banjo for their last nope. character. Nope.
1: Because the thing of, cause the thing about it is is that Nintendo is working with the more Japanese developers that you wouldn't expect to come. Uh, here to America for smash if they were going to go do someone from europe which uh rare is and with Microsoft you would want to save that big one for the ne- for the next uh for the last one you don't want it to be overshadowed by other characters that you really wouldn't think of coming to the system so to end like the dlc because they they we talked about it like the final character is going to be out in February of next year. Like, right. they're spacing all of this out. So you want to get the... You want to just, like, end it off on a really, really, like, great note. And Banjo-Kazooie will be that uh, great note for that to happen. Because you'll be able to bring up the characters, the stages, and things, like, things of that nature. Um, I think right now, Nintendo is focusing on getting the next character other characters from different Japanese developers or even indies um to be in Smash um, before they go out with Banjo-Kazooie. that's my that's my theory yeah i mean my my
0: think my theory right now is that like there's never first of all there's never been a uh a western uh developed uh, developer be represented as a fighter in smash mm-hmm. right and so uh I think the closest I think anybody, everybody tries to say Solid Snake, and I'm like, Kojima is clearly Japanese. I don't know what you're right. talking about. Uh, Kanabi,
1: but- when Konami did Metal Gear, did Metal Gear, that was an NES property. I'm, in Japan, I'm, yeah, I'm just, I'm just like,
0: oh. wh- whatever. It's, 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 uh, and and then the rumor right now is that the next fighter to be announced is going to be. Eldrick Eldric from Dragon Quest, like one of the early Dragon Quest Dragon Warrior games. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, I it's we're we're <laughs> we're gonna have all the characters by this time next year. So yes, um, we'll probably know who the next couple fighters are shortly. But man, I can't imagine like you know they said Joker was gonna set the tone for the characters in Smash. So like, I'm trying to figure out like. You know, I think the best way to go about this is to figure out who's popular in Japan. Like what game what franchise and what characters are popular in Japan.
1: I and clearly I,
0: Persona is one of those. And I Dragon Quest is also a franchise that's popular over there. So
1: I, I wouldn't I find would come to my uh for Smash and maybe they team up with Sega and actually get Streets of Rage to come to it, or maybe they actually bring someone that you would no one would guess, and that would be Eternal Champions or Fresh Fighter.
2: What about Monster Hunter? Do they have anything from Monster Hunter? They have Hunter a Monster already?
0: Hunter World, they, or they have a level, uh, a stage, and a boss from Monster Hunter. Yeah. Oh, okay. But the thing All about right. the whole thing about Monster Hunter though is like you create your character. To go in there and fight, right? There's not really any like, there's yeah. not like, there's not like a Final Fantasy style thing where like, oh, Character. that's clearly yeah. you know, there's a Sid yeah. in every game, there's a main protagonist in every game, right? It's yeah, it's, you clearly are this random person and you're going through to uh, yeah, so, right. But you know, who who knows, man? You know, they they could make some crazy changes, uh, you know, and they they've been doing a bunch of. Of fanservicey things and working with Microsoft, you know, I all I can say is if Banjo's coming, they better give me Conquer. So,
2: <laughs> well, I, well, I, th- I think I think it probably is Banjo be- because um I I think that we're actually gonna be getting an announcement for a new Banjo game during E three. E three, yeah, I'm
0: I'm I'm actually in the same boat as you. I don't know if it's gonna be rare doing it, but I do feel like. You know, Microsoft is is going to start reaching out to some smaller devs to take on some smaller properties. Like look at Battletoads, for example. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, mm-hmm. I don't think that's being done internally. I think they are farming that out to someone. So, uh, you know, those types of things are going to happen, <laughs> and and Microsoft is not afraid to make bold moves. Clearly, so mm-hmm. uh, we'll see. We'll see if Nintendo plays nice, but. That's going to wrap our episode. This has been episode 156. Hopefully the editing went smoothly and the audio version <laughs> will show no interruptions whatsoever.
2: Except uh, for my kids walking in well, multiple that. times while we're
0: recording. That's, uh, I don't care about that. <laughs> uh, So I want to thank everybody so much for, for watching. Remember you can go to the all new NerdsGoneRogue.com and check out all of our content. You can check us out on Twitter and Instagram at Nintendo underscore P block. You can email the show at Nintendo power block at gmail.com. Uh, just going to make this super short. Sorry, Ed and Jesse, you can follow Ed at that retro code on Twitter. Check out his Yoshi's Crafted world review. You can follow Jesse at Phantom maggot ax on Twitter. Uh, by the way, next week uh, we are introducing the new intro to Nintendo power block, which Jesse wrote the theme song for. And it is really cool so yes uh, he also did the theme song for arsenal x and is working on one with uh matthew keel for nerds gone rogue i'm very excited to share that with everybody so jesse you're awesome uh you can follow me at cory and hg 713 on twitter and cory and hg on instagram and uh you can check out nintendo padlock every tuesday at 7 a.m eastern time on youtube.com slash Nintendo Block and your podcast service of choice coming soon to Spotify and iHeartRadio. Thank you so much for watching. Until
1: next time. (laughs) Bye everybody.